Distracted Courtney. Do you know why? Why? Because the oven is preheating for our garlic bread. Yes, and I'm so excited for garlic bread. Yes. We made a short detour after our fun adventure. Our unsuccessful adventure. We decided to go out seeking some live music that we thought would be on tonight. Um, turns out the place we were at doesn't do live music anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, That's we right were a little bit sad. So we had a detour and we bought some garlic bread and some ice cream. And I don't think it was failed though. No, because we got garlic bread and ice cream. Yeah, there you go. And we also had a drink and we spent some time together. We did, yeah. Yeah, you were in high spirits, thing. which was good. So As usual. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have to talk you down off a ledge at all. It was, nah, I don't it was know. fine. That doesn't happen ever. No, no. And plus, you know what? It, w- it was actually too boring. I kind of wish that had have happened. So that... You're <laughs> annoying. <laughs> anyway, just off the top, we've got some... Oh, right. No, it doesn't matter. What were you going to say? On. I was just going to say, like, it, you didn't have to talk me down off a ledge. You're right. No. Like, I was just expressing that I want to be performing more than I currently am. Like, Yeah. And you know yeah. what? Like, sometimes it can be really hard to get you to voice what's going on in your mind. So, it was really nice for you to be able to say, look, here's where I'm at. And hopefully I, I was, was sharing. Able, yeah. Hopefully I was able to take that... Um. In a in a in a nice way for you and and mm. and you know talk about it in a hopefully a comfortable way. Mm. Um, anyway, that's what you should do as a couple talk. Yeah, communication is key. Yes, it sounds really cheesy, but it's true. Yeah, and communication can be hard. It can be quite hard. Yeah. Um. So off the top. Yes. Off the top. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Just do some quick notices. We're going to make some changes, some slight tweaks to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the guest episodes are fun, but they we fun. don't have a lot of time. Yes, so it won't be like an episode of ours plus a guest episode. It just might be, hey, if we have a guest this week, woohoo. And yeah. hey, if it's just us this week, woohoo. woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you get what you're given and you yeah. don't get upset. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um so, yes, apologies about that. If you start giving us money, maybe we will do more. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we would have to cut down on the other things that we're doing with our life. Yes. And currently... To be um, able to do more, so... Well, quick mouse. I know not the best of that off the top of your head, but how much I'm better than you. It's true. How much money does this podcast make us? None. Yeah. So, yeah. it's quite easy math, right? Very yeah. easy math. Yeah. We actually spend money. To do this podcast. Yeah. Enough about money. That's yeah, it doesn't We matter. don't need to talk about that. No, nah, it's fine. It's boring. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's a slight change. We, we try and aim for a Wednesday upload, but we'll see how we do. Because mm. uh, we want to keep it current relevant. We don't want to record three in one go. You know, we want it to be current. Yeah. And yeah. that's all we have time for. Yeah, exactly. And we're busy people. So anyway, <laughs> enough about that. Uh, 
Courtney's getting bored, so yeah. <laughs> let's get on to some more interesting stuff. Um, I put this idea up before because I was thinking about it. How was I thinking about it? Maybe I'll remember when I said the idea. Uh, you were bringing in the clothes from the... Bringing the clothes from the line. Line. I wanted to discuss this week something that is... And we've discussed some controversial stuff. Mm. And I, we've also discussed how it's important to maybe pull back on that. And uh, you don't have to do that. You don't have to be clickbaity. But I'm about to be controversial again. I'm about to put that, put that hat back on. So if you missed that, Josh... It's, he's back. He's back and mm. back with a vengeance. And mm. I didn't go away. I just took it off the mic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hope... That, have you seen... Uh, I've got better. You've got better. Yeah. Nice. So l- let's see if we can tread that narrow path mm. today. What I want to talk about this week is an idea that I had since moving out and, and also took on from you. And it's more of a statement. And it's the idea that you don't... Okay, write this down. You don't need to iron anything. Discuss. Whew. Big topic here. Woo. So controversial. Is this a it actually is really controversial. This could be a two-parter. My mother disagrees. Just by the way. Oh, I, I, I'm, I have run up against that. Yes. And so to have ease, I. Well, to ease her mind, she's asked like, "We're going to a wedding, and you've already at the wedding because you were part of the wedding, and." You know, I'd sort of, you know, nicely put my shirt in the suitcase. But however nice I put it in, it was still going to be crinkled from the fact <laughs> I hadn't ironed it. And on the third time that she asked me, like, would you like me to iron your shirt? I've got the iron out already. I was like, you know what, Vicky? I feel like it, you would appreciate ironing this shirt. <laughs> so I am going to let you iron this shirt. Probably did need an iron. Like, it was a wedding. Yeah. And it had been in a suitcase. No, like, I understand go, those circumstances. Don't go back on it. No, I'm not. But, like, that's probably one of the only circumstances that I would say, yes, your shirt needs an iron. And I must admit, it did look... Like, we have some nice photos from that day. Yeah, we do. And it did look nice. Yeah. But, okay. But as, like, a general life thing mm. you don't need to iron your clothes i, I never think, iron my clothes no one's should, ever yeah. commented i always look okay i think, I we, think. Should, we should always start with context and i think we go back in history okay. and think about why ironing was created it was created to control people <laughs> and society okay <laughs> yes <laughs> women in particular of yeah, course exactly <laughs> yes <laughs> whose role was it to iron women women yeah my dad's okay at ironing well, there you go. Well, he went to boarding school, so he had to. That's true. Um, yeah, but no, just ironing sucks. It's so bad. I'm like my mum. Washing's hard I enough. I hate it. I refuse to do it. Mum actually does do it, but she has to watch a TV show when she does it. But that's what's weird. She wanted to iron it really badly, but she doesn't like doing it. She hates it, but she likes things looking nice. That's the difference. Hot take. I always look nice. <laughs> Never. I've never ironed anything in my life. Well, I have ironed. I know how That's to That's because you refuse to wear nice clothes. Yeah, but you always look nice. Hey, wha- whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you right. When you go out, you wear a sports shirt and sports shorts. <laughs> That's it. That doesn't need to be ironed. Okay, well, shoot me for being comfortable. You know, <laughs> like far out. I'm wearing I'm a nice saying- shirt tonight. 
Yes, yeah, linen. In. That doesn't need ironing either. But you're wearing sports shorts with a linen shirt. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm comfortable. <laughs> it's hot. I know, and I'm okay with you being comfortable. That's not the discussion. I'm just saying well, you don't wear the kinds of clothes that need to be ironed. Well, that, uh, that's not the, the discussion. Okay. But no, because I, my point is, because people are like, oh, but yeah, there's still things like linen and dress shirts and pants. And I'm like, just cut all of that out. You, uh, you, you, you need a crutch in your life. Um, that's a very bold statement. Well, and we should not make assumptions about people. That's true. Anyway, if you like to do it, go your hardest. But no, but actually, that's the thing. Like, we want to hear other people's thoughts on ironing because, like, we're both obviously very opposed to it. <laughs> um, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I went to boarding school and we sent all our clothes off to a laundry and they washed them for us until I was in grade 12. Then we had our own washing machine and we could actually wash our clothes. Did they iron it for you? They ironed our clothes as well. Was that something that they spoke about? Like, this is an expectation? I can't remember. Mm. I just know that they ironed our uniforms and our clothes. Oh, probably not our clothes. I can't remember. But our uniforms, definitely. And so I never had to iron, except when I went home for holidays, mm. and I hated it. So I <laughs> chose not to iron in my it, own life. It begs the question, like, because my theory was, I think that, well, this is with a lot of things in life. If you go through a period where you're kind of forced to do something, you either rebel against it, or it just becomes something mm. that you know you you enjoy doing it because it's it it's what got you through those hard years in a way. Yeah. Um, like again, not making sense about people, but uh, that was what I always wanted because people resist this idea, and I, I love telling people about mm. it. Yeah, like the idea of like rebelling against what you've been always told you should do. I don't know if that's the case for me personally. Um, I you just decided it in the it's first place. No, I was. But I would iron at home. True. Yeah. Um, but not all the time. No, not all the time. But I think I kind of got to a point in my life where I decided that it was not a necessary evil. Mm. It was a thing that I hated to do and the payoff wasn't big enough. Well, it, it comes down to balancing things. And this is something you have to do the older you get because you've got just no time, right? Mm. If I wanted to make a Michelin star dinner every, day, every night, well, that's not a good example, but like I, if I wanted to eat healthy rather than eating takeout and save money, yeah, you know, we've had to do this. Like, you have to put effort in, right? Yeah. But I have decided I'm going to trade, you know, I'm going to put that effort in there and I'm not going to put the effort into ironing because it's hard enough to do the washing. Yeah. You know, like it... it no, the washing's fine. The folding, that yeah. sucks. And like getting it off the line and folding it, yeah, that's, mm. that's tough. It's the worst. Although I don't mind doing it. See, yeah, it's because you like listening to podcasts, and that's <laughs> something that you can do while you listen to podcasts. Yes, yeah, and and it makes you wonder why wouldn't I like ironing? But I just always struggle with ironing, and I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so um, things that I don't get very easily, I tend to just avoid. Mm. Which is probably something we can go deeper into in a later episode. <laughs> but um, And it's something that I am trying to work on. Like, I'm trying to embrace that idea of like, no, I'm not good at this, but I'm going to keep striving. But I just don't, yeah, I don't see a point in doing that fine. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, and I'm not going to pay money for someone to do it because I don't see that as... Uh, 
giving any advantage to my life. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's okay. That's fair. Have I mean, I'm on board, so you're kind of preaching to the choir here. Yeah, exactly. Have, have you met people, though, who are, are very much like, no? Or have you told many people about this or not, really? No, I actually haven't. I, yeah, if it ever comes up, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I just choose to buy clothes that don't need ironing, so I don't have to do it. And they're like, mm. oh, yeah, that's a smart idea. And that's kind of the extent <laughs> of the conversation. Mm, I'm not doing it again. Because <laughs> I sounded not very smart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah. um <laughs> cool yeah that's how the conversation tends to go <laughs> yeah nice doesn't See, end up being a conversation so i'll bring it up mm. like I'll, I'll oh but you're the kind of person who will bring up something and then you'll have a big discussion about it yes. yeah yeah i could be a comedian because a, you know what a comedian you gotta is? Be <laughs> <laughs> no follow through no do it look me in the eye and say it Look me in the eye and say you can't. <laughs> yes, say it. I was gonna say you've got to be funny to be a comedian, <laughs> but <laughs> that's not because I believe that. It was just because that would be a funny line to say. See, maybe you so should I be was the comedian. To be a comedian. Yeah, well, you you, you delivered. <laughs> Gee whiz. Well, maybe I shouldn't. I be didn't even need to finish the sentence, and you're already gone. I shouldn't be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like good comedians, like you know, jokes are good, but I enjoy the comedians that are making people aware of something that everyone was able to look at or, or be observant about. Um, have you ever thought about that? Like, um, yeah, a lot of comedians are, are, are talking about things that we're all aware of. We just don't talk about it because that's just everyone knows I think- that. People do talk about ironing, though, more than you... Really? Like, yeah. What chats am I missing out on? I don't know. I just think it's not like one of those big revelation things, you know? No, like, people I, do... But I think that's... it. That it's things that are either... They're just so simple that people just don't even talk about them. No, but I think they do talk about it. Okay. Well, if you talk about ironing... I'm going to talk to my colleagues at work tomorrow about you're talking ironing. To, oh, well, this is great. Yeah. You, so, you're going to come back next week with some homework? No, I will go do some homework this week and then I'll come back next week having done the homework. Nice. And what will happen if you forget about this conversation? I'll well, sleep easy at night. <laughs> <laughs> well, will you come up with an excuse? What's the best excuse you've had for no homework? Do you, do you set homework? I've actually had... A parent say our dog literally ate my kids' homework, no. and I'm like, okay. Like, surely if your dog actually eats your homework, you come up with a different excuse just to make it believable, <laughs> right? But I love what they've done there. That they've gone. This is like the classic trope, but it's so unused now because of that that I'm going to use it because it almost seems plausible. Yeah. But yeah. whenever a, a pa- like parents lie as much as kids. Oh yeah, they'll protect their kids no matter what. Like, yeah. yeah. But so, what was the best one? You actually, so you had that one. Oh, I had one the other day. So we were working on a composition on Friday last week, mm. and before the end of the lesson, I wanted all the students to send me their composition just so I could see the work from the lesson because, with you know, the age of technology, it can be hard to actually 
see if the kids are actually doing the work you know mm. like they have a laptop screen in between you and them yes you can stand at the back of the classroom but they're very tricky with the angles and blah 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 mm. and you know you catch them playing games and stuff like that and so at the end like 10 15 minutes before the end of the lesson i was like oh yeah can you all just send me your work before we finish up um and they come up with excuses like, oh, my laptop's died. Mm. It's on 1% miss. Um, which, like, fair enough, might be valid. So you say, okay, well, can you send it to me when you get home, please? And they're like, yeah, miss, I'll do it. Um, and you get to the Monday and they haven't sent it to you. And so you say, hey, have you got that work to send to me? And they're like, oh, yeah, but, like, the sound isn't working on my Muse score. What? Yeah, and I'm like, I don't need just show the sound. Just I just need the, the notes. Like, I know you know, <laughs> music I, I back to front. That's head. why I'm your teacher. <laughs> <laughs> um, still didn't send it to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then anyway, so that's a very long, boring story. But do you? That wasn't boring. Do you? Do boring. do you follow through on that? Usually, yes, but um, that kid left the class. Yeah, fair enough. So, I doubt no that need they to. Did it. Oh, yeah, no. She was literally playing video games in class. Yeah. Which is fine. You choose what you want to do with your time. Mm. Um, do you... Are you someone yeah. who, like, um, you set homework a lot as, like, an expectation? Or is it just no. work from the lesson that you want done? It's... Yeah, it's usually work from the lesson that I want done. And often, like, I'll give them enough time in the lesson. But if they've been, you know, fiddle-farting around and... Mm wasting time then i'll say hey make sure that's done for homework mm. um but yeah often i just have the work that can be done within a lesson mm. um and i try not to give homework because they get enough homework from everything else yeah and when they get assignments like that piles on pretty well um i think there have been studies done about homework and they say it's not actually as effective as yeah it depends it on how be, it's delivered so, um, yeah i i definitely think that you know, your your middle school kind of grades and definitely primary school, it can be beneficial mm. um, almost as a bit of like a scaffolding technique, like not go over this again, but getting them into that routine so that hopefully when they get to high school, because once they get to high school, I don't care. Like if you, if you want to do extra work, um, well, I'll pro- I probably wouldn't give them the resources that, you know, a good teacher would mm. give you the resources, but it's up to you, you know, like... Um, I think too, like, in high school, students are getting that stressed as it is, like, I would rather they all see my subject as the space of reprieve mm. rather than, like, just another stressor. See, you know? that's interesting because, okay, that, 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 that's a bit of a diminishing return sort of situation because you're constantly going to, well, maybe not. But I mean, tell me what you think about this. Let me say it first and then tell me what you think. Because a lot of people would argue that we're setting the bar lower for this generation because we're molly coddling them, we're understanding their emotions a bit better. I would argue that we're actually helping them to achieve better because we're actually getting on their level and understanding where they're at. But at the same time, sometimes there is the idea of like setting the bar lower. Well, they're just not even going to leap over that. Whereas sometimes you do have to set the bar up here a little bit. I don't think it's that the bar isn't set high. Like, I guess 
my expectations for the work that they do and the import they do in class is high. Mm. But I think because of the nature of the subject, it's a place that can be like a safe space or a reprieve or something that's just a bit out of the norm from the rest of what they're doing, right? Like yep. the rest of what they're doing is very theory-based. If you think about like maths or yeah. like science, I guess, yeah. You know, there are things that you can do practically, but it's a lot of you brain work. Gotta, yeah. um, whereas like in my classroom, there are no desks. Mm. They get to sit on cushions and we stand up and we sit down and we stand up and we sit down between like playing different instruments or singing or, mm. you know, doing different activities. Um there's lots of music games that we play like it's a space that can just be different mm. and refreshing for them mm. um, and I think the quality of the education is still there it's just delivered in a different way mm. how do you find and you just spoke about like the setting like there's so many different things with teaching but setting is Im- always important like the space right? yeah the space How how do you find Obviously, they go from a very structured setting mm. to something that's quite unstructured with, with yours. Is it something that they excel in or, or do they struggle <laughs> with that? It depends on the students. Um, working in an all-boys school last year, the cohorts I was working with particularly struggled with the lack of structure. Mm. Um, I think... Well, your, those rooms weren't designed very well. No. So, the classrooms we were in weren't designed well for classroom management anyway. Um which doesn't make life easier. No. But I think also just like because of the characters of the boys in my classes, um, it just didn't work very well. Yeah. Um, but for the students I'm teaching now at the all-girls school, like it's not structured, but they enjoy that and mm. actually helps them to engage more because suddenly they're not sitting at a desk mm-hmm. and it's like their brain switches on again. Mm. It becomes awake. Um, and obviously that's not the same for every single student, but for the majority I've noticed like they really enjoy that. Mm. Do you ever find that, especially for the younger ones, if they're not going well in that space for whatever reason that you have to, change because there wouldn't be much you can change you can't bring desks and chairs in how do you deal with a situation like that oh if they're not engaging then i just change it up and i'll have them stand up or i'll have them sit in a circle or like just yeah change the focus point maybe Mm. of the lesson there are still strategies Um, you can do yeah yeah and they're good kids like yeah you don't really have to do much Mm with them which is nice mm. and the good thing uh with this is that i can wrap this back into our topic oh, yeah. um in regards to structure because i do wonder for some people yes for some people with the the ironing thing it's that idea of it looks better and i agree it does look better i just don't think it looks bad when you don't iron but for some it's people fine, yeah for some people it would be that structure you know, for mm. I, I, a good friend of ours um, just needs to clean, needs a clean space or it's not going to happen, baby. <laughs> you know, like clean space, clean mind. Yeah. And um, so I wonder if for some people it is that, well, on my weekend, I set aside some time. I do mm. my I do my washing, do my ironing and that just gets me ready for the week. You know, like that's kind of and in, in a way it's the same for those kids like. I think we do need structure in our lives. I think structure and boundaries help make a space safe. And that's what they need. They need to know that they're safe 
and they're comfortable. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. But the other things that you do in your own life that give you that structure, it's not ironing, but um, <laughs> do you like do you struggle with structure or do, or do you or, or do you excel? It really that? depends on the time. Actually, I. I think the lifestyle I have at the moment is good for me because I tend to get bored pretty easily. Mm. So, like, you know, if I didn't have holidays between my terms, I would probably get so sick of the routine of, you know, waking up, getting ready, going to school, doing the school thing, coming home, maybe exercising in the afternoon and, like, just doing that on repeat all Mm. the time. I would get quite sick of the mundaneity, if that's a word, <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I of that. But if my life is in chaos, like like my holidays are often all over the place, like I'll have gigs and mm. rehearsals and... Um, Some days you'll sleep for two days. Yeah, whatever, like it's very unstructured and I think I would go a little bit crazy if that was my entire life as well. So mm. I think I have a nice balance at mm. the moment um, oh, well i think and this is probably a place that most adults get to you've gotten to a place where you know when you can be a little bit unstructured mm. and when you can be structured and and, and when because I, I i've seen there are times on maybe on holidays or whatever where, where you've gone I, th- I think i just need a little bit of structure back and that might be what you say but you might that might be what you you mean yeah to bring it full circle it's like the school term is my maths class and my English class and my science class. Mm-hmm. And the holidays are my music lesson, which is a little bit less structured. Well, that's but I mean. it has to break out the bits in between, that's you know? What, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's interesting. Like for me, I really, in, in a way, I mean, university is structured if you take on the structure. But it is a lot more unstructured than school. And so I really excelled at school when you were forced to go um, and you had to... I mean, you and everyone else was doing it with you at the same everyone time. Everyone else doing it with you. You know everyone there. You know mm. you'd have some fun along the way. Um, whereas university f- was very unstructured and I mm. was not good at that. And I, I remember saying to my dad, because um, I used to just... And f- I've worked out it was for different reasons than what I realized at the time. But I used to just lie on my bed all day. Mm. And I physically was like, oh, I should get up and do some work. But I honestly just couldn't do it. Like I mm. I would get up, but then I'd spend the next two or three hours just like doing odd jobs around the house, listening to a podcast. Yeah. And then I'd sit down for 15 minutes and I'd do like something a little bit. And then I'd be like, that's it. Like that's all I can really... Mm. do but i i didn't have that kind of grace to sort of say genuinely that's all you could do for me it was like i'm so lazy like this is terrible mm. I, I, and i must be you know awful um but yeah you said it down i'd be like i just i just can't wait to get a job because the structure of being well a paid to do it that's a really good incentive <laughs> yeah that really that helps. helps you a lot <laughs> that helps me well yeah a lot and and that's unfortunate but you know but, but it it's a very like tangible reason to yeah. do what you're doing you know like yeah. you can see the result of what you're doing like you know you work you get income you mm. work you get income like yeah. that's a very um that's very extreme instant gratitude kind Sorry, of thing yeah. as well and that's very extrinsic you know we talk about extrinsic and intrinsic motivation in in a lot of different areas but teaching is one of them you know 
extrinsic is those external factors and intrinsic is the internal ones and you try and build those intrinsic ones the older you get the intrinsic is i'm enjoying it but i do need that structure mm. and maybe that extrinsic motivation to then d- decide and build that other stuff mm. um so yeah like there are there are, I, I love having to put on something nice and maybe that's why i don't um wear nice things outside of that because i'm, I'm i've put the effort in for work mm. you know and that it, it's uncomfortable i don't like being uncomfortable well it's not uncomfortable but it's not my preferred thing to wear mm. um so yeah like i feel like that structure really helps me and so then outside of that i have different things that help but it is all that you know cost benefit analysis mm. i do the washing because I think you don't want to have stinky clothes. Mm. I shower, but only once a day because I think that I do. And especially after I ride, I need to. I go and get my bike fixed because it needs fixing. And if I maintain it, it will last longer. Um, There's so many different examples I could choose. And as an adult, you get more and more, some would say even crowded in by that structure. Mm. Uh, And some people don't like that. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's an interesting sort of progression mm. along the way. Um, but yeah, there you go. Did did your mum try to like get you to change your mind about you know the ironing uh, over time? Nah, she gets it. But she couldn't not do it herself. Oh, like I think for her the benefit outweighs the cons, you know. But for me, it just doesn't. And she's like, yeah, I understand. Ironing sucks. Um, yeah, she's not going to force me to do it. She will iron my clothes when I'm <laughs> visiting. Yeah. <laughs> but like a good yeah. mom. Mm. Well, we've got 12 minutes to go. Um, because we, I've just put the garlic bread in. That doesn't mean we have to talk for the next 12 minutes. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe we should end with a... Oh, did you want to make a um, habit of what are you grateful for this week? I don't mind it. Okay. You just need to talk for a little bit while I think That's about right. it then. Well, I uh, this is not what I'm grateful for, but it's a recommendation that came through today is if you're really into music and you're really into having music on in the background, I highly encourage you... It's another fly. (laughs) Highly encourage you to listen to Parcel's first album. Um, It is fantastic. Um, Courtney did not like it. (laughs) No, sorry, you liked it. No, it it was fine. Yeah, you liked it. uh, uh, It didn't, like, fill me with awe. Yeah, but it was good. It, well, it's good background music, mm. and, and that's not to undervalue them. I think that they're just vibing out, and their music is just really consistent. And um, yeah, anyway, like I listened to that during work today, and they're a great band. They're really, really good. Mm. Um, so their 2018 debut album, um, highly, highly recommend. Mm. Yeah. Do you need more time? No, but mine's really boring. That's okay. Nothing's but bo- <laughs> Okay, I really want to push back. I nearly broke the microphone. Um, I really want to push back on that 
And I'm trying to keep track of where that fly is. No, just leave it. It'll still be here. Sorry. Anyway. Um, but I want to push back back on that idea because do you know what? The amount of feedback I get in this podcast, how much of it do you think is based on me? I don't know. Zero. Nobody says, oh, Josh, I really appreciated like this on your podcast or whatever. And that's fine. I don't, I don't really need that. I get that from other areas. It'd be nice, but like whatever. <laughs> I think also like I, I have had to go on a journey of like what my voice is on these podcasts. And so that's fine. I wouldn't, I would almost like judge someone if they were like, oh, I really loved that podcast. And especially like you, I'd be like, oh man, that me was not good. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I, the, feedback i get is i love hearing corny love hearing her story um and i love hearing like what she has to say so you'd be well, surprised that's very nice yeah well you'd, so go on what were you well, gonna say? mine is just i'm grateful for music i'm grateful that i have the ability and the accessibility um to play many instruments and to enjoy yeah the arts in that way and to worship God in that way as well. Mm. Um, that's it. <laughs> yeah, music's awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm starting to find music in my life. Like there was a time where I would listen to radio and music at the same time, which is that's what radio is. Because um, <laughs> I would get like the talking parts and I get the music parts and then I get the ads. But you know you get through that. Mm. And then I switched to podcasts, and so all I listened to was podcasts. Yeah. And so for me, like podcasts was instead of thinking about all the things that you don't want to think about or just stopping quietening down your mind, think about what they're saying right now. Mm. Um, it took me a long enough time to realize that, but then I missed the music part. And I always was, I used to gym to podcasts, I used to mm. ride to podcasts, I'd everything to podcasts. Um, and uh, only recently I found a place again, started listening to albums and. Um, not just albums, but like singles and Spotify mm. is really great with their like AI. And most of the time I used to use like the Spotify DJ, but now I tend to know what artist or song I want to listen to. Mm. Um, for example, I love Zara Larson, mm-hmm. So I'll just listen to Zara Larson radio, which is music by Zara Larson, but also other songs that sound similar to Zara Larson or Holy Holy Radio or mm-hmm. whatever, or even Time by Hans Zimmer. Mm. I want to listen to that and I want to listen to a whole bunch of things that sound very similar. Mm. So I listen to that song's radio. Um, and yeah, so like it's it's been, I, I, I agree with you. I think that, not that I need to agree with what you're grateful for this week, but it's, I think the music is, is really special and yeah. um yeah, it's nice that we have a speaker and you can enjoy it on your own and mm. do it here. Do you listen to it on your commute? Yeah, I do. Yep, listen to music every day on my way to and from work. Mm. Yeah. Got a got a wreck for people? Valhalla. They're um doing a tour at the moment around Australia or sort of around Australia with the Blind Guardian. Oh, all, um, all the all the important Australian parts. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they're a folk metal band um, Predominantly based in Brisbane And they are amazing Can definitely recommend Mm. Um, My friend Sophie 
who's in the band, describes it as the palatable metal. So take that as you will and yeah. enjoy. Yeah. Mm. I've said this to Sophie. Like, I'm not a fan of metal. And I enjoy one or one of their songs. You um, haven't listened to all of their songs. That's true. Mm. But I showed them to my year nine music class yeah. yesterday. Loved it. There you go. Yeah. But they're all like angsty going through emotions and stuff. So, yeah, they, they would love it. Why does that change anything? Well, I, I'm going to emotions left. Gone through all of them. Right. It's like... Yes, anyway, my recommendation is Valhalla. Um, they're awesome. Have fun. My mind's like rifling through vinyl. It's like, sin, 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 done that, done that, done that, done that. Right. Anyway. More on that later. <laughs> I've still got to do my, what I'm grateful for. Didn't you already do it? And that was my recommendation. But it sounded like you were doing a recommendation instead of a grateful. No, no. Right, okay, what are you grateful for? Well, I can't, I don't know now because I didn't think about it. But I am grateful for, well, I'm going to make it cheesy and make you uncomfortable. Well, I'm very grateful for you. Um, I, yeah, I could do that as every week and maybe we'll put a ban on that. Um, Because there's not a day that goes by like, yeah, sometimes we might, and we don't really fight, but we might have like an argument or a disagreement or, and that's not often, but even in those moments, I still love you so much. And I think that's what I realize more in those moments is how much I love you because, you know, you worry, gosh, I don't want to lose this person. Um, but yeah, I, I was sitting at work today, just doing my work, listening to parcels. So there you go. Um, I think. You're cute. And my heart just got so full. And I was like, what is, what, what's going on? Um, am I nervous? And I was like, no, no, it was just a contentedness. I think I was thinking about something in the future or whatever. And I was like, you know what? Wh- whatever happens, like, I get to do it with Corny. Mm. So, yeah. You're very sweet. <laughs> now mine sounds really bad. No, it's fine. It's okay. Oh, One was, week, uh, I'll be grateful for Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Sometime. <laughs> Who knows? i got to earn it, though. Uh, I also love garlic bread, so, you know, there you go. <laughs> garlic bread is good. Sweet anyway, we're going to go enjoy our garlic bread. <laughs> we are. More on it later? More on it later. <laughs> Thank you.